Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Middle Ground. I am Caroline. And I'm Joe. And we are glad you're here. Welcome. We love the podcast. We do. And I'm the brunette side of the podcast. You're the what? Brunette side of this podcast. And I'm the blonde side. Did you know that people kind of argue whether I'm blonde or not? Oh, really? Yeah. I say you're blonde. I know, me too. But... I get that, though. Like, some blondes that say they're blondes, I'm like, "Mm, you're a brunette. But I would never say that to them. Because if you want to say you're blonde, that's fine. I don't really care. Well, right. Because it's like, being blonde's kind of hard, I feel like. Like, I grew up with blonde blonde hair and even through high school my hair was blonde blonde just naturally now I think it grows pretty dark and I get it highlighted but I still identify as a blonde because I've been a blonde my entire life yeah and everybody's always like stop calling yourself blonde still but it's because you don't know I don't know yeah it's like okay now I'm brunette because yeah that would be hard but yeah I know blondes that aren't actually blondes from birth which is fine I don't care if you color your hair at all but um and they're like yeah I'm a true blonde yeah I'm like you're not really but I'm like I don't care that's fine if you want to identify as that that's great I support you (laughs) but I see you as blonde what I see you as blonde yeah me too my sister has blonde blonde hair I think a lot of people think that I'm brunette because they've seen pictures of me from high school when I used to box dye my hair. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's yeah. dark. So that makes perfect sense to me. That's but true. But anyway, yeah, I'm the, I'm the blonde half of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what we really need to do? Hmm. An episode recapping why we called it Middle Ground and about like me being a millennial and you being Gen Z and all that good stuff. Okay, let's do it. I think that would be fun. Let's okay, anyway, what's your grounding moment? My grounding moment is I went to the fabulous Heirloom restaurant to eat. It is a fine dining restaurant in Rogers, Arkansas. And I think it could be the first Michelin star restaurant in Arkansas for sure. There just needs to be a critic in there to judge it. But it's really intimate. The chef's amazing. Uh, very cool vibes um, and they also play like rap music really yeah it's not like full rap but like it's mixed in there I would enjoy that yeah it's very cool Caroline's been talking about this non-stop literally non-stop um, but yeah I went there last night and it was literally amazing and I had no expectations because I've heard it's good and I'm like okay whatever and I'm a foodie so I'm like I don't want to get my hopes up if it's not that good and yada yada but it was killer it was amazing i want you to get us a reservation i'll try i'll manifest that but yeah there's only four tables in the restaurant total so like it's always booked it's like and they only serve one meal per night Uh uh-huh and it's a six course meal paired with wine and all things and dessert and yada 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 but yeah it's like really hard to get in and they had backlog from covid so like all of that so I've never been somewhere fancy like that it was pretty incredible like, I don't think I've ever had a meal like that you'd die probably I, mean, I was like oh my gosh I'm in heaven this I wonder like I don't I don't know I don't even know how to act it's not I I, I get that feeling because you're like oh my gosh do I need to because I always get nervous like because there is a way to like put your fork and knife when you're finished with your meal 
Um, and like, I'm always like, okay, do it. You put it upside down. Like I know how to do it, but I'm like, is this kind of that restaurant? Like I never know when to do it. Um, but the restaurant that I went to last night, Heirloom, was not like that. Very chill. Like, they don't care. And the chef came and told us how to eat each meal. He's like, you can use that fork. Or if you want to use your hands, go for it. Just eat it. Like, it was very relaxed, which I loved. I was like, wow, that's awesome. It's not, like, prestigious and, like, oh, you have to use that fork. Or we'll get mad at you. It's not like that at all. You know you know what I think of as you're talking about that is casinos. <laughs> what? Have you ever been to a casino? No. I mean, I've been, but I've never, like, gambled or, like... I've been to a casino. Well, I've been to casinos, I guess, a handful of times, but I've only gambled once, and it was my 21st birthday. It was on Father's Day. Okay. It was a Sunday, so it was the only thing open that was 21 and up. So um, I went with my sisters and my dad. My dad was like, no, you need to play back blackjack. But there are, like, all these rules and etiquette to gambling that I didn't know. And oh, so, yeah, like, my, I had no idea that was a thing. Like, they were, like, trying to teach me, but everybody was so, like mean yeah and i i I just didn't know and that's what i'm thinking of i don't ever like i don't ever want to go back to a casino because i was like that wasn't fun that was just stressful yeah no yeah i get that feeling but no that experience was not like that um but one thing i do because i've been to like fine dining restaurants and i've had the privilege of doing that and we as a family love to do that but one thing i notice is like because i like to test people because i've been to so many not like test, just in my head. And it's when you get up, if the napkin is folded and your chair is pushed in, when you come back. And so I did that and I went to the restroom mm. and it was perfectly folded, wow. neatly cleaned. My chair was tucked in. I was like, wow. And I went to the bathroom three times because I drank a lot of liquids and each time folded, tucked in. Wow. That's something I would have never noticed. Yeah. Okay, this is kind of out of left field. Mm-hmm. Is that the term, the phrase? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I watched a TikTok today about doing like bougie Disney. So um, yeah, like, have you been to Disney World? World, no land. Yes. Okay, I have not been to Disney World since I was a very small child. My parents only took me one. Not only, I mean, I it was such a privilege that I got to go, but. Yeah. I was probably four. I don't remember it. Okay. So whenever I'm like, not really, I haven't been. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I watched a TikTok today and I don't have a huge interest in it because I don't want to wait in the lines and I don't want to do all the things. But then everybody always talks about how magical it is. Mm-hmm. And so I also kind of want to experience it. Anyway, anyway I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> uh, I guess for it's like $12,000. You can take up to six people. Plus you have to pay for your park ticket on top of that. But uh, you can go and you they do like a whole private experience. Like you're there for 12 hours from like 8 to 8 or 9 to 9 or something. And you have a private tour guide for the day. What? And they you have passes to where they just take you to the front of the line for everything. And you get to just go on whatever rides. Like they said they fit in 20 rides in the 12 hours they were there. there. And they had snacks ready for them after every single ride. <laughs> and all of this stuff. I think I sent it to Matt, so I'll have to show it to you. And I don't know if I've just completely lost touch, but I was like, (laughs) you know what? This is sounding kind of worth it. Like, if I'm going to do... Because I feel like Disney's expensive. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like when people go, they spend six to $8,000 to take their family. I'm like, I would rather... Like, 
as a make sure you have six people obviously but i would rather go save and save and save and then go for one day and do it like that that's than true three days of just fighting Chaos. lines yeah and like anyway i don't know why you made me think of that <laughs> i don't know either but oh you bougie maybe bougie lifestyle i think that I is live. what it was we're talking about like six course meals and them tucking the yes. chair in, and i'm like i want to go to bougie disney yeah i mean that sounds pretty cool but I've never understood. So my family's from California, my mom, dad, yada, yada, yada. So we used to go, or we still go every year and we try to, but every year and my cousins have worked for Disneyland and all the things. So we always usually go to Disneyland every single time. And so since I grew up doing that, I, um, what was I going to say? I, oh, I've never understood people that go multiple days in a row just because I've lived my life of like, oh, you go once and then you're done. Because I do know the answer to this. Okay. Because I have been to Disney, not Disneyland. I've been to, what's the other Harry thing? Potter. Right? What? The Harry Potter. Universal Studios. So there's Universal Studios in Disneyland in Los Angeles area. And then in Florida, there's Universal Studios and Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I have been to both Universals. It's not comparable. And this is what I hear from everybody. Like Disneyland is substantially smaller. Oh, yeah. Than yeah. Disney World. Yeah. Like, I knew that, but I just You can about do that. Universal yeah. Studios and Disneyland all in one day. Like I don't think you hear of very many people going to Florida or going to California and doing like a three day trip to do Disneyland and Universal. Yeah. That's true. You hear people going to Florida because the parks are like triple the size. Yeah. That's why. Gotcha. And so I think what a lot of people do is they spend a day at Disney, a day at Universal, a day at, I don't know. California Adventure. That's not in Florida. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Exactly. You're with me. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never done anything like that. I, I, the only time I've been to uh, Universal is I did Harry Potter World. That's fun. I've never done that either. Yeah. But, um, I was going to say, oh, I, this is the last thing we'll say about Disney. I want to go to the world, like, wine and food tour they do every Ape- year. Oh. In Disney World. Apecot? Is that? No. Epcot. I think Epcot. Disney World. What am I saying? <laughs> I think it's in Disney World. Okay, but there's also Epcot where you can, like, drink around the world. Okay, yeah, maybe it's that, Yes. And you go to each little country. Yeah, that's Epcot. Okay, yeah. But that's in like, apparently it's like the fall. And like people come from far and wide to do that. I'm like, Let's why am it. I not doing it? You can go to Germany, you can go to Japan. I'll go with you. Yeah. Uh, my friend Amy did that. Amy Allen. You okay, her. yeah. Yeah, she's done that. My friend Morgan ha- has done it. But um, I think Chris has done this, which maybe it's not Chris, but I think it is. I think he went to Disney World during new year's and like it it goes happy new year in each country based on that time oh that's fun so you celebrate it like as the time goes on in like each country that's super fun i think he's done that one year but maybe i'm making that up but i think he has anywho what was your grandy moment um shoot <laughs> uh, <Stitch> black. <laughs> i know caroline and i are recording in the dark and i was trying to avoid making it a thing so i didn't talk to google to turn the lights on 
but I turned it on with my phone. <laughs> it really was so dark in yeah, here. Yeah, like, because our eyes adjusted, I guess. And, I, and then she turned on the lights. I'm like, wow, it was actually pitch black in here. <laughs> well, I was worried if I let it go much longer, we were really going to be in the pitch dark. Literally. Anyway, my grounding moment. Definitely the tulip fields. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So a friend of mine texted me this week out of nowhere. Um, we hadn't seen one another in months. She hadn't even met Gardner yet. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it's just our schedules hadn't lined up. And that's the issue with wedding photographers. Yeah, it's <laughs> it hard. It is so hard scheduling with friends that are photographers just because. Anyway. But uh, she texted me out of the blue, and she had booked a photography spot at the Tulip Fields. And they only open up so many of them, and you have the whole thing to yourself. Oh, nice. And uh, anyway, she, the person that she had, okay, let me, <laughs> words, okay. She had rented this spot, and her and another photographer friend were going to swap family sessions. And then the person that she was doing it with canceled on her at the last minute, which was no big deal. She wasn't upset. She was just going to go alone with her family to like experience it, take some pictures, whatever. Uh, And her mom, I guess, was like, you should text your friend Joe. And so she did. And I was able to go out. Anyway, I'm turning this into way more of a story than it needs to be. It was so cool. So the farm, it's called True Colors Farm. It's in the Bentonville, Arkansas area. And they are open Thursday to Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. during tulip season. I don't know when the season ends, but it's still going on right now. Uh, And it is put on by Perspective Ability, which is a nonprofit organization that has been created to help neurodivergent lives. So they do a lot of cool things. Their goal is to create an inclusive uh, neighborhood community of people who are neurodivergent to help them live independently. Uh, And so I don't know the details of everything, but it's really cool. And um, all the people that work there are neurodivergent. And uh, I don't know. It's just very, very cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I went out and we got to pick tulips. And the farm has doubled in size since last year, I guess. And then they're planning on continuing to increase the size. Uh, And they were talking to me about all the things that they have to do in order to maintain these tulips. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. uh, I went and did that. I think that was on Tuesday. I don't know. And it was just really cool. I got to have really good conversations and listen to people who are really passionate about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And the True Colors Farm is just a portion of how they raise money for their nonprofit. Uh, and they're really trying to raise awareness of their nonprofit. So if you're in the Northwest Arkansas area and you're looking for something fun to do, I think it was $5 a person mm-hmm. to get in and then $2 per tulip that you pick. Yep. And they were beautiful. I still have my tulips. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're gorgeous. They've been uh, in water for about a week and they look stunning. Mm-hmm. And I highly, highly, highly recommend going. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing until you tagged your location. I was like, um, I need to do that. And so Chris and I went with Frankie, and it was so fun. But, yeah, if you're definitely in the northwest Arkansas area or even around, yeah, you should it's, definitely it's check it out. It's worth a drive, I yeah. think. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were still lots of flowers blooming when we went, like lots of flowers still blooming. Yeah. So I'm sure that they'll be open a few more weeks. I'm sure. 
I don't know how long. Like, I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, and I don't know how many people come and, like, what's the average amount of flowers people pick? I'm sure, like... I don't think I don't they've know. ever had an issue of running out of flowers. I oh, think okay. they run out of the issue of running out of time. Gotcha. I think they would love to have the issue of running out of yes. flowers. So let's make that an issue for them. They have 140,000 flowers wow. planted. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. It's I know, because Chris and I bought, like, I want to say, like, 15 total. Uh-huh. And that's, like, a pretty big bouquet. Yeah. But, like, that's not, like, we didn't make a dent in the farm. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, literally, there's, like mounds of flowers yeah i got like 30 today yeah and it's nothing yeah it wasn't like oh i made this spot bare like it's not like that at all i i don't know i like things like that i really want to go do strawberries this year because we have a fresh picked strawberry farm here have you ever been to the blueberry farm Uh, no neither have i i've never been to anywhere like apple farm like i've done orchard an apple orchard i apple orchard's fun any kind of orchard's fun in my opinion yeah, I, I want to do more of that. of that. Yeah. I know Chris literally doesn't believe that I'm from here because he's like, you don't know anything. Like, and I do. And that's like a very not true statement. But for some things like that, like I'm like, I've never been to Blueberry Farm. I've never been to the strawberry, like any of the stuff. And like even finding my way through Fayetteville sometimes, he's like, you're definitely not from here. I'm like, yes, I am. But just well the argument that i will make is like i'm from springfield but i can't tell you anything about springfield and i definitely couldn't give you directions because i only lived there for two years while i could drive yeah and that's what my mom said like literally recently i'm like oh you're right because like he and because he went to school here so he knows like college and like so he lived in fayetteville and like drove fayetteville longer than you ever did literally and so he knows, like, like I still, this is really, really, really embarrassing to admit, but whenever I have senior sessions, I have to put in Old Main in my phone to find it. Becca uses Nav to get everywhere. <laughs> I don't know about Old Main since she lived on campus. I hope not Old but, Main. For but she uses Nav to get everywhere. Yeah. I don't think it's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't think it's embarrassing. It's just, like, that's, I find that weird, like, being from Fayetteville like that's odd but I use nav sometimes but I like to know like how far I am like how long it's gonna take me if Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be late or not yeah that makes sense I can pedal to the metal or I can cruise you know well I guess we've talked long enough yeah (laughs) today uh we're gonna be talking about just spring Mm-hmm. And what spring means to us, which is spring cleaning, or as I like to say, spring decluttering. Yep. It is the time. I have not done it this year. Uh, I've semi done it. I haven't fully immersed yet. But Yeah. Well, we just had our first day of spring, and I believe, correct? No idea. I'm just okay. going off you. <laughs> I think we had it a couple weeks ago. In March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. I don't think it was like today. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't either. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm on the same wavelength as you. But we're in the thick of it is my point. And it is time to just kind of reset, I think. I really think of spring. My energy is finally a lot higher. I'm not feeling so bogged down by the weather. You can start being outside. Being outside changes me as a person. Yes. 
And I always like to use this season to get inspired. And I always start by decluttering. So first and foremost for me, I like to declutter all my clothing in the spring. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you get rid of a lot of stuff? Yeah, I try to. Um, And this year I definitely want to do that. But like I was saying, we've done, Chris and I have done like half of spring cleaning because we last week sometimes I just get in like these modes and I'm like okay I gotta clean everything and I I've never been like that like I used to just be like yeah that doesn't bother me like mess whatever but it's like if I start on the kitchen I have to do like everything because it makes me feel so much better and I also think like since I'm already in this mood might as well do it all like if I don't have plans or anything to do or work on I will just like full force do my whole house But anyways, long story short, we did like um, a Sam's Club run, which we don't go to Sam's Club often, but I love going. And so we did that and we bought like organizing stuff and just like bulked up on like, you know, toilet paper and all those things. And we got rid of a lot of stuff. But the problem I'm having with Chris, and this is just like a couple problem we have, is he has so much clothes, like so many clothes. It's ridiculous, but I was thinking the other day, I'm like, the kid wears uniforms his whole life. He wears a uniform to culinary school, and then he wears a uniform to work, and I'm like, you don't need all these clothes. Like, you don't wear them, and so I think I'm going to take a trash bag and literally throw away all his clothes. (laughs) Do you think he'll get mad? No, I'm not going to do that. I've thought about it, and like, just like little things, and just like... He has Hawaiian shirts from probably when he was in high school. He's never going to wear that again. And it's not that he's, like, sentimental about it. Like, he's not like, oh, I have all these clothes. It's more like he just likes the idea of having options. But it's so many options. And he has ADHD. Like, it overwhelms him. And I'm like, let me help you. Like, get rid of this stuff. Matt's closet is the scariest place on the planet (laughs) i have too many clothes like way more than i need don't get me wrong Mm. i am in no place to judge anyone with the amount of clothing they have but i wear the majority of my clothing yes and i wear the majority of my pieces over and over again throughout the season i have a lot again don't get me wrong way more clothes than i need but there are very few pieces in my closet that I have not worn in the last year. And I'm very adamant about that. If mm-hmm. I haven't worn it in a year, I get rid of it unless there is some sentimental tie. Right. Which I have a couple items like that. But like I kept the dress that Matt proposed to me. Yeah, cute. That I was wearing whenever Matt proposed. I have a few things that are like that. Like I have a dress that I know I'm probably not going to wear again. But I wore it for some pictures with uh, when I was pregnant with Gardner. Cute. And so, like, I want to hold on to that for her. I want, you know, some because my mom did some of that and it was fun. So yeah, I have a so few fun. sentimental pieces like that. But beyond that, I wear the things in my closet. Matt, you can't even see the things in his closet because <laughs> it's just a giant pile on Literally the closet Chris floor. Perry. And whenever I ask him to get dressed, I'm like, hey, I want you to wear like this kind of look. He'll be like, I don't have any of that. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have? Like, I'll be like, I want you to wear a button down. He's like, Mm. I don't have a button down that I like. (laughs) And I'm like, then what are those 25 button downs? Please explain what that is. That's literally Chris. It's infuriating to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
he gets so overwhelmed and I'm like, I can help you with that. Well, that's what I was going to say is I feel like if you're listening to this and you're somebody that gets overwhelmed by your closet or you feel like you never have anything to wear, I think there are so, so, so few people nowadays that truly don't have anything to wear. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, true. don't get me wrong. I, I hear the privilege in that statement and I understand there are people without clothing and they're and that's not who I'm speaking to in this moment. I mean the people who are listening to this podcast and, you know, connecting with us other weeks. I'm going to imagine that the majority of you probably have more clothing than you need. Yeah. And we don't wear the same dress to weddings over and over again. We want a different dress, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I, I am not, I'm trying to not live like that anymore. I know. It it gets exhausting to keep up and just to... It's exhausting. It's so bad for the environment. Yeah. It's so bad for the environment. And I'm not trying to be the person that shoves that down your throat because don't get me wrong. Like, I have partaked in fast fashion. Mm. I have too many clothes myself. I have specifically ordered new dresses for weddings because I wanted to, you know... There are times, yeah, there are places, yeah, yeah. and we're not perfect, none of us. But generally speaking, I like today was Easter, and a lot of times I'll seek out a new outfit for Easter. Mm-hmm. And today I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I was just going to say that, actually, because today's Easter, and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't buy something for Easter. Like, it's already here, and I didn't, usually, I would have, oh, I need an Easter dress, or I need this, you know. And so I just went in my closet and I picked out a black romper that is so cute. You looked great. Wore that, yeah. I know. So did you. You look great. Thanks. <laughs> I wore a dress that I've had and I felt cute and it impacted my day none. Yeah, I know. It's so interesting when you flip that because usually I'd be like, oh my God, I cannot wear that again on Easter. Like I've worn it for photo shoots because I literally have worn this outfit for photo shoots, for like just little things. And I'm like, ah, oh. like old, younger me would have been like, oh my God, I cannot wear that for Easter. And the day I wore it, I'm like, okay. I nowadays like feel really good when I'm wearing the same things over yeah. and over again. And part of it, I think, is because I think of myself as setting an example for other people. Yeah. And other people may not care at all <laughs> or be paying attention at all. Right. But I think about that a lot. Like I wear those same A Goldie jeans. Yeah, you do, yeah. In 80% of my videos online. And every single video I post, people are like, where are your jeans from? I love those. And I'm like, see? I know. No one is saying those jeans again, really? Yeah, no one. Literally no one. And I look good in them. Mm-hmm. So I should wear them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so getting back to it. Declutter your closet. Get rid of all the stuff that you're not wearing. That way you know what you really have. And you can start focusing and honing in on what you actually need yeah. Instead of getting more junk. Right. Because I think a lot of us don't know what we need. No, not at all. And actually, I got a Newly box. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. So if you guys don't know what Newly is, it's a subscription that you pay. I believe it's $80 a month, but I also don't think it's every month, but because this is my first month and I haven't paid anyways. I've only paid once, $80. Then you pick out six items off their app, and it's really good brands like A. Goldie and um, Urban Outfitter. It's like a lot of really good, um, I think, Anthropology, all the things. And you get them, 
um, only for $80, six items come in the mail, and then you have up to six months to return them. But like you're kind of supposed to send it back every month so you can get a new six items. But anyways, I got my first box, and it's interesting because I was like, I think that would be really good for me. And I was, you know, I got it, and I just, I wasn't a good picker. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, and I'm like that a lot with shopping. It overwhelms me, and I'm like, I don't need that. I don't need that. So I really tried to focus on like, okay, this is for fun and like for photo shoots and whatever. Um, Only $80, I get six items like, like think and so I was I tried to be intentional and then when I got the package I was like what was I thinking like it's they weren't bad items like at all it was it's all really cute stuff but I um I just wasn't a good picker so if I do it again which I think I will do it again I will be a good picker I like the concept of that though the newly box and I bet that as you do it you'll get better Yeah, I think so too. And I honestly wonder if that will help you with your shopping moving forward because as you get better at picking those items, you know. Right. Because I think that that's such a good example because usually like I would go shopping, I pick six things, I buy them, and I like how they fit or I like how they look, and then I don't find myself wearing them. Mm -hmm, Exactly. What a good way to test that stuff out and then really invest in the pieces. Now, do they have an option that you can easily, like if you love a piece, can you? You keep it. Okay. And then they just charge your card. Okay. Yeah. You can, like, mark, I want to keep this. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, dry clean it. You can literally throw it in filthy dirty, which I would never do, but, like, you could. Yeah. And they, like, won't charge you or anything. Like, as long as it's, like, wearable still. It's not ruined. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're interested in that. Did Becca do that? Yeah, Becca did it. And I asked Becca how it was. I think she did it for her bachelorette trip. Yeah. Um, But I will say, and Becca warned me on this, the sizing because it has the sizes on it, and then it says, like, um, it has a scale. It's, like, true to fit or, like, runs big. It has, like, a thing. That's not very accurate because, like, I'm really good at usually, like, picking my sizes and things, and, like, I don't really have an issue with that. But, like, two things were, like, a little snug, and they were, like, from Anthropology and Urban Outfitters, and usually when I order from them, it's usually, like, good, but the scale threw me off that newly has so just warning i have a hard time i never know what size i wear in anything yeah i'm usually good like i'm usually good at it but in this body that i have in this season of my life i'm good at it but i don't know i just wasn't i think post baby has been like a rude awakening oh yeah because i don't feel like i look that different no but my clothes fit completely different. And I can't really figure out why. And hmm. I know that I'm not the first mom to experience yeah. <laughs> this. Like, I think I hear about this all the time. But mm. it's weird when it's you. Because, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I really don't look that different. No, you don't I don't think. Even in a bikini, I don't feel like I look that different. But nothing fits. It's like everything just moved a little bit. Right. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, that it's odd. Okay, when you're done decluttering your closet, I would say the next priority to me personally mm. is my car. Yeah. I can't stress this enough, especially moving into summer. It's the time when you're like wanting to roll around with your windows down 
And you don't need like receipts blowing around no. in your car when you roll your windows down. We do not litter, honeys. <laughs> Get a laundry basket. That's Caroline's uh, yeah. uh, trick of choice. Mm-hmm. And empty everything out of your car into a laundry basket and take it inside and go through all that stuff. Yeah. Get it empty and then take it to the car wash. Yeah. And depending on how bad your car is, like usually it takes me like one big laundry basket and I'm done. Like that. And the thing is, like, it's not that hard. Like, I feel like us as humans, we're like, oh, my God, that's just another chore to do. Like, the car, I don't really want to do that. And then when you do it, it takes, like, literally five minutes. And it makes you feel so good. Yes, so good. Actually, if you're listening to this right now, please, 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 like, switch it over to your car stereo, turn your car on, empty it out, and then take a picture of you doing it and tag us on the Instagram. On the Instagram? Who am I? (laughs) I was trying to say on the gram, but then on Instagram, the Instagram came out. Yeah. Uh, tag us or on TikTok. Yes. Has anybody ever tagged us on anything on TikTok? People tag us um, being like, you should talk about this sometimes, like not often. Oh. But, or they'll be like, you sound like her or like, I thought this was you. Mm. Mm. Guys. But not a lot. But if you're on TikTok. Next month. I believe will be the month that we're going to start having video recordings of all of this. Yep. Probably toward the end of May. Yep. I'm excited. So excited. Caroline and I have been working on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, so we have a garage and when we moved into the house, I didn't want like any clutter into the house. Cause I was like, we just have so much stuff and, I don't want to drunk up the house. But then the garage was dirty. And so when it was sunny this week, which was like literally one day this week, because I feel like it rained every single day, I went manic mode. And I still need to like organize their garage, but I um, threw away all the boxes because literally packing boxes were still in there. And I fit my car into the garage. Oh, that's fun. Is that where your car was today? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering. It's in their garage. So... I love that for you. I know. And I Matt so and I have always left enough room for our cars. Mm. That's like a huge rule for us. Yeah, I feel like that's a great rule. Like cars are meant to be parked in the garage. Unless like there's extenuating circumstances where some people's like cars don't fit in garages because they have big trucks or whatever. Yeah, because like I've never pulled my car into the garage we have. And it's so it was so tight because it's like really? one single car garage um because it's an older house too but I was like oh my god I don't, am I gonna fit in this garage I mean I did but I knew I was but I was like oh my god snug yeah but yeah that's a good uh spring cleaning too. do the garage yeah like cleaning your garage out Caroline knows <laughs> what my garage looks like guys yeah. I have stuff literally stacked to the ceiling in my third stall Stacked to the ceiling. I believe in you, though. When you move, you're not moving that with you. I mean, Uh, you will move some stuff, but, like, you're not gonna. Yeah, we're gonna try and throw away and donate a lot. And a lot of the stuff in there, like, Matt and I went through a lot of it during COVID. Like, Mm -hmm. at the beginning when we were first quarantining. And we set aside all this stuff to be donated or tossed. But everything was closed. Like, all the donation centers were closed. Even the, like, dump. Everything. Like, it wasn't staffed. You couldn't take stuff. And then when everything started opening back up again, we never revisited yeah, never it. Did it. So there's a lot of stuff that's already like been categorized and gone through and organized. It just needs to be taken to its destination. Yeah, dealt with. So yeah, I feel like that's a good one. So cars, 
go take your car even through a car wash or don't whatever just clean it i up. talked about this on the podcast i think last week i'm the sucker i i got the monthly car wash bath yes it's awesome i know i'm kind of jealous it's great you just pull up the gate opens because you have a special <laughs> little tag yeah it like scans it for you wow. and then you just go in and my car's never been so clean wow yeah i feel like that's a great that's also a great gift that is a great gift like killer because you no one would think you no one thinks of that like no because everyone's like oh that task that but if you give someone that but maybe they would take it rudely but i wouldn't i'd be like thank you people say that whenever i say that getting somebody like uh hiring somebody to clean their house is a great gift i think people that's are a great always gift. like oh i would be so offended and i'm like what I would be so excited. I can see the mindset. It's not my mindset, but I yeah, can't I would get be, there. I would be stoked. I can't get there. Even if I like was really, really messy, I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> you realize I need like, help. That person loves you enough. Yeah. Like, I love that. I don't yeah. think it's offensive. Yeah. Cause mean, also mean people like aren't going to be giving you that gift, you know? I also don't think that being dirty or messy is something that you should be embarrassed by. No. I think that being dirty and messy often speaks a lot to like your mental health in that season of life. Oh yes, for sure. Like I think people should be using it as a gauge to yes, help you and talk to you because I know for me, like Caroline's known me for, I don't know, long enough now, eight years. Mm -hmm. And in however many years that she's known me, she has seen through seasons of like my house being immaculately clean and a place for everything to my house being an absolute disaster and it does completely coordinate with where yeah. i am mentally doesn't yeah. it yes yeah for sure yeah and even like when i was in my little apartment it was like 525 square feet before this house i was so messy and like and it was covid like i wasn't doing well in general mentally and like that showed in my space but now i'm good and like i said i'm like cleaning i'm like who am i but i'm like leaning into it because I know those seasons will come. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, what a treat. And when you're in a good season, if you can really lean in and work on finding a place for everything. Yes. I remember the first time. So when we moved into this house that we live in right now, I splurged and I spent the money instead of, we moved ourselves and the money that I budgeted for movers, I spent on hiring an organizer. And as she was helping me organize my space, she said to me, and I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Does your silverware ever not make it to the right spot? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, does your silverware ever end up somewhere it's not supposed to when you put it away out of the washer or out of the dishwasher or hand wash it or whatever? And I said, no, it goes in its spot. She's like, yes. And that's how everything in your house will be if you make a proper place. Yeah. Houses get messy when things don't have homes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so right. Like I look around at my house right now and the clutter and everything that's out, it's mostly PR packages and gardener's toys. Mm. (laughs) And it's because she doesn't have a room. Right. She doesn't have an organizational system to her books and her toys. So there's not a place to put the things. And I'm figuring out the packages. I've <laughs> talked about that way too much. Yeah. I just, they stress me out. <laughs> stress me out. But yeah, that is so true. If it has a place. And also, I feel like if 
like things in your home don't have a place a yes you could make a place for them but also like evaluate like okay do i need this like what is this i I get it if it's like a new item and like you're like okay i need to find a home do it then and there like okay this goes here and then you're set i just feel like it's so much easier like frankie has her own basket and it's all her things and then she has another basket of like um this is really extra but it helps it's like her first aid kit if anything happened and then her like flea and tick medicine because like I would lose that like if I didn't have a home I would definitely not be giving that to her every month like and the thing that I think that it also helps with your spending habits and your sustainability too because once you have a place for everything don't buy things unless they have a home yeah like if you know that you really feel like you need a new vacuum do you have a place in your house for that new vacuum yeah like make that decision prior to making the purchase yeah and i feel like if you do have homes for things you also spend less because you see it all yeah you know like i see her puppy first aid kit that's the only thing coming to my head um or like nails and like a drill like i know where that stuff is not like oh let's just buy a new one because i need to get this project done now like no everything has a spot for the most part i'm not perfect but um i'm horrible at this i'm gonna take you guys along as when we move because when we move i have brought the same organizer that i use for this house on again yeah it's awesome uh, and we're doing the entire house and she's a local small business to northwest arkansas um and uh, it's not sponsored or anything i'm paying her all the dollars Mm. but uh we did our first walkthrough last week and really talked about like how do we want this space to function how do i want to feel when i'm in my space what are the goals and we really talked about trying to make all the choices like as sustainable as possible we're looking into glass over plastic and it's a lot it's expensive oh yeah i bet but i also feel like it's worth every penny like well, I mean the organizers and stuff. Yes. They're so pricey. So I yeah. understand why people don't jump at doing it. But what I will say is I feel like you can find a lot of really good things like this at Goodwill or at uh, Potter's House here in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You can find a lot of good organizational stuff. Oh, yeah. That are hand-me-downs. And everything won't perfectly match. Like, it's not going to look like Khloe Kardashian's pantry. Right. But at least it has a home. It's Maybe about it's function. Labeled. Yeah. Totally agree. Like, I don't have all my stuff matching, but, like, everything has a box. Mostly everything's labeled, not everything. Um, But, yeah, I just feel like it's so, like, amazing. Also, I, my sister-in-law's pregnant, who's my brother's wife, obviously. And um, they're having a baby. They had a baby shower last weekend, and she was so overwhelmed by, like, all the presents and things. And I was like, listen, I would love to organize all this but you need to tell me like if you want to nest if you you know like tell me yeah. if, no if that's not what you want to do and she's like honestly I would love for you to so my mom and I literally went through all their stuff like folded it uh, or washed it first washed folded you know did all the things and it was so nice and she walked in so happy so I feel like that's also a good gift to give I agree. Um, certain people is like like, that just makes life so easy. And, like, then now Nick and Chelsea can focus on, like, them as a couple before, you know, the baby gets here instead of, like, stressing because that doesn't bring them joy personally. And so we're, like, we'll just do it. Like, that brings us joy and, you know, 
all the things. So like, even if you don't want to hire someone, like if you're a friend that enjoys organizing, like go over to your friend's house and be like, Hey, I'll help you. Or if you're in a good season. Yeah. If you're in a good season, for sure. I talked to my friend on the phone this week about this because I told her, I feel like the last couple years I have just been, it's been hard for me. Um, just life. Not that a bunch of bad things are happening to me or anything like that. My mental health just hasn't been what it's been in the past. And I'm letting things build up and it gets so overwhelming. Yeah. And she said to me, she's like, I've been in seasons like that. She said, I'm in a really good place right now. Like, can I come up to Northwest Arkansas? She lives far away. She's like, but could I come visit for a weekend or during the week and just come up to tackle that stuff with you? Yeah, it's so nice. And I was like, wow yes but no please because I'm like embarrassed almost but she was like but that's what I'm here for and she's the same friend who when I was in college I had a roommate who was really 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 dirty not just messy dirty like let the kitchen get really gross um and let me be honest I could have picked up after her and I didn't I just let it yeah you know so I'm not putting it all on her at all Uh but uh this is the same friend that she came over with rubber gloves and like spotless went inch by inch in my apartment and like bleached and cleaned and vacuumed and deep did my entire apartment. Cause she knew I was overwhelmed by it because like she grew up and learned how to clean. I didn't. Yeah. And she went through and like taught me how to do a lot of the things and helped me create systems. And, um, it's, I don't know. I just think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I can't applaud her enough. And I hope that I, bring skills like that to my friendships oh yeah for sure and pass them down to if I have kids in the future yeah Caroline and I have been talking about that a lot yeah how to pass down things and how to adequately equip your children Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know either because like I think about like you said I didn't grow up like learning how to clean and I've never really thought about that from my perspective but then I was thinking while you're talking and it's interesting because we had the privilege of having a housekeeper, but she was not allowed to go in my room. Like she just, what it was like, no, you're not cleaning the kids' rooms. And I don't know, like I probably would have benefited if she would have cleaned. So I could be, because I was so overwhelmed to clean my room and like I would always get in trouble, like clean your room, clean your room, clean your room. And I just didn't know how to, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And, like, now looking, like, now where I am now and looking back, like, that's stupid. But also I'm, like, I can get in that headspace that I was in. And it was overwhelming for me. Like, I had too much stuff. Like, I was busy swimming and going to school. I was tired. You know, all things. So I don't know how to, what's, like, the perfect way. There isn't a perfect way to raise a kid, but you got to try your best. (laughs) Yeah, you just have to teach them those skills, though. Yeah. I'm trying really hard to work on my food skills because I don't feel like I've adequately learned them in order to pass them on. And a huge thing I want to do is do the garden mm-hmm. so that I can pick fresh food out of our garden and wash it and learn how to do recipes with it. And I don't know. I have a lot of goals. But anyway, back on track. Back on track. The last thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of decluttering is decluttering your mind. Mm. I think spring is a really good time to check in on yourself and where you are with your 
goals and your aspirations and your just what you're working toward at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me this year, I'm really focusing on my mental health and I'm really focusing on being in the moment and appreciating in the moment. Um, I've been feeling a little out of touch on that for a while. And so I feel like spring's always the time for me to reassess and figure out why I'm feeling that way. Yeah. Yep. That is good. Yeah. Just declutter. Um, like Joe said, be more present. Um, if that's even like waking up and journaling and just like being with yourself for a little bit, um, during the day. Yeah. Not all the time, but I do. So I talked about on Instagram this week about how I photo journal Mm. and people were really interested in that. So I think I'm going to do some things on it, but I do monthly photo books and then I do quarterly photo books. And sometimes I will add little sentences with things just to have like where it was or what we were doing Yeah. yeah, or why. Um, but I don't do journaling like a entire write out like everything we did that day yeah. uh, just because I find that very overwhelming and I don't do it. Mm. And so photo journaling for me was always a really good in between. Uh, and now I have quarterly albums of everything yeah. we've gone and done. Yeah. You are really good at that. And so very good. do it. Yeah. Do it. Print do your it, pictures. <laughs> Print your photos. Um, I also was going to say something that wasn't on our list, but maybe pick up a new hobby because I was feeling very inspired by Reagan. If you missed our what I was just two episodes about. ago, Reagan Buckley Snell was on our podcast and she um, picked up figure skating and I literally thought it was a joke and she's like, no, like actually for real. Oh no, like she sent us videos. <laughs> yes. Girl can figure skate. Girl can figure And she has the cutest little, I don't even know what they're called, the like things to go over her blades blade covers I don't know they're like cheetah print I'm like the cutest thing ever it's so her and so I was feeling inspired I'm like I want to do something like that and so mine is boxing and MMA fighting and I did my first class last week and I'm obsessed and it's just like fun to do something new out of your comfort zone maybe so I'm feeling inspired this spring obviously so I hope to pass that along to you guys and maybe inspire there are you guys. so many options for things. Yeah. Even like gardening, like that's a hobby. I, that's what a friend of mine and I are working to try and find a master gardening course because you can get certified as a master oh, gardener. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so we want to see like what courses are there that are around here and try and find one mm-hmm. because that's something I really want to do. But just uh, anything that you're interested, learn how to make candles. Yeah. Like, that's a cool actually. I'm yeah. Gonna do that. Learn how to crochet, learn how to knit, go learn how to box, learn mm-hmm. how to ice skate. Like there's so many options out there and so many things that are not high in cost. Yeah, for sure. Some of those things are expensive. I imagine ice skating is expensive. <laughs> I, I mean, an individual. I think she does like, like I don't know. I didn't ask. I think she does private classes. So yeah. I'm assuming. Like, I, I realize that that's yeah. probably not accessible to everyone. And even my boxing class, like it's a little pricey because we do the private lessons, but we have to do that before we can dive into like the group because we literally don't know what we're doing. And so we have to do like, I think it's like eight weeks of privates and then we can move on to like group and like... Is it once a week? It's whenever we want. I want to go like three times a week, but it just depends. I've only gone once and I'm going tomorrow. 
and it's just like they're very loose so it's not like Monday Wednesday Friday it's like you go there and then you're like are you free Tuesday and then they're like yeah it's kind of okay. like that that's fun just I'm glad you're doing that yeah it's very fun I got my rower delivered yes you haven't said that on podcast I know y'all okay so I'm actually collabing with the row company that I got the rower from so it was for a collab but I have been pitching to row brands <laughs> for a collab for almost a year wow nobody wanted to work with me <laughs> I have rowed. So Matt introduced me to rowing when we were in college because I really hate cardio fitness. Mm. I understand why it's so good for me, but I really, the only thing I like to do is go on walks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't enjoy running. I enjoy swimming. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't enjoy running. I don't enjoy the elliptical. I don't enjoy, I don't know, jump roping, <laughs> anything that elevates my heart rate. I'm like, I'm out. Mm. And when I was in college, Matt introduced me to the row machine and I just fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it has a similar something to swimming. Yeah. It's like... Like rhythm. It very much has a rhythm, and which I guess running does too, but I, yeah, not I a rhythm I can get in. I can tell you that. <laughs> not a um, fun rhythm. <laughs> but I really fell in love with rowing, and I would row at the gym all the time, and then COVID hit, and we didn't go to the gym anymore. And I was like, you know what? I really want a rower at home. They're expensive. Yeah. But man, I'm so excited about mine. Very well worth it in our house. Mm. Matt and I both have already been using it. And That's awesome. it's just, I'm so excited about that. So kind of a new hobby. Yes. It has like a screen, like a Peloton and like has workouts and oh, stuff. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So we're doing the most. Wow. I know. So yeah. Declutter everything basically. And focus on yourself. And next week's advice week. Next week is advice week. And so I know we have a couple emails, but make sure to email if you have any. And I think two, maybe I may have made this up, but I think somebody from a past advice episode sent us an update. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'm excited. And so that was kind of fun. And so if you have been somebody we have previously answered your advice and you want to share an update, we would love that. Yes. I think that's fun. Yes. Uh, but our email is hello at middlegroundpodcast.co and we would love to hear from you. We would love to chat anything that you can think of. And also on that episode, if there are any like general questions that you would love for Caroline and I to answer just about us or about why the podcast, we're yeah, always anything. willing to hit yeah. that too. Yes. Yeah. If you want to, yeah, anything. We'll answer anything. <laughs> Caroline forgot words for a second. Literally, I'm like, what am I Okay, doing? you can find me at Joe Johnson Overview on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, everything. And you can find me, Caroline Selty, on all the things as well. Did we celebrate your 100K on two episodes ago? We, um, the episode got deleted, so I've never said it, but I hit 100K on TikTok. Yay, Caroline. Yay. <laughs> That's a huge deal. Yeah. It's a really big deal. And Caroline's been working really hard and putting out content. And I think that that deserves to be celebrated. So well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, but yeah, so exciting. And we love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.